Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining me on the line is a highly decorated Canadian singer, songwriter, blues artist extraordinaire. We say hello to Miss Emily. Um, Emily is coming to Meaford, Ontario for a live concert on Saturday, February 25th. Uh, this is, uh, is this part of a tour, Emily? Well, um, I, n- not specifically. I, I, the kind of the deal is work in, you know, work in winter in Ontario. That's yes. the tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all fairly close to home. No big stretches. However, I'm, I'm off to Calgary in March, so I guess maybe not too close to home. But um, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a pretty slow January, February. That's pretty typical for me and a lot of Canadian artists. Um, but I have never been to Meaford. I'm really, really excited about checking out the, the space. It's a new space to me and the band, and uh, yeah, very excited. Getting there a little early so we can explore, I think. It is well worth getting there early to explore. Wonderful town, Meaford, and the, the Meaford Hall is absolutely gorgeous. You are going to love it. The sound is brilliant, uh, and there's not a bad seat in the house. Oh, amazing, amazing. I've been looking at pictures online. It looks absolutely spectacular, so... Let's um, yeah. Let's talk about uh, your career because uh, things have really sort of picked up on a it, it, when it was kind of a downtime for every other musician in the world. Uh, things really started to cook for you. I mean, just before the pandemic, you won not one but three Maple Blues Awards, and then during the pandemic, uh, your album, a live album to say the least, uh, gets picked up for a Juno. It's all crazy, John. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's all nutty. And uh, it's so funny because literally, I want to say 15 years before that started, I was told I was too old for this business. <laughs> so, but then you get people like Bonnie Wright. I mean, yes. here's the thing. I, I guess, you know, t- you never know what time is meant to be. You put in the work and you, you do what you can. And, you know, I just get sp- better at it as I get older in the sense that I, I don't limit myself like I did when I was a younger person. And now I just, I just, uh, I'm enjoying it. I really am because it's wonderful to have the recognition beyond my community here in Kingston and Prince Edward County areas. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. So thank you. Would you say it's been a lifelong ambition to get to this point or, or did it just suddenly click a little later? Oh, you know what? It's definitely a later, a later thing for me. I mean, my goal was my best friend's mom, who is my mentor, really, Suzanne Pasternak, was a full-time musician when I was growing up. Mm. So we we watched the highs and lows of her career, you know, kind of unfold before us. Um, None of it was glamorous. However, it absolutely, I knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. So to me, the goal for my entire youth was just to be able to make a living off of music. Well, as of March 1st, I'm at year 19 of <laughs> working, for mu- working full-time with music. So I, at some point in time, about 10 years ago, I think I decided it was time to try and reach a little further. And so um, that changes. Those goals change every month, not even every year, but every month. And so... Uh, you know, it's exciting that, that we talk about pivoting during the pandemic. Mm. We, as artists, we've been pivoting for our entire career. <laughs> That's what we do is pivot. I mean, music, everything changes, you know, every six months, it feels like the digital world is different. Everything's different. So I, I love it. I really love this business and I love growing with it. Uh, they're defining you, and it's. I always hate having to put artists into into little pigeonholes, but you you kind of have to to have a discussion. 
yeah. you're you're being defined as a roots artist, a blues artist. Um, when I listen to your voice, uh, I'm not thinking, um, you know, a, a lovely young lady from Kingston, Ontario. I'm thinking of of someone from the deep south. I mean, you've got an honest cry your heart out blues voice that comes it seems like it comes from nowhere well it's interesting because i I mean i've always had like a lower voice lower speaking voice lower voice i'm a tall woman i'm five nine and i'm not petite in the sense that i'm slender but i'm like you know i walk in a room usually in ginormous heels and you're you don't it's you can't be a shrinking violet (laughs) (laughs) in this in this situation that i was born with so um, I don't know. I, it's funny because I think um, I, I think there. I, I, I mean, it depends on how you kind of look at life. But I, I look at my life as you know, mu- music is a wonderful way of it's a cheap therapy, and <laughs> it's a wonderful way to emote um, and get off your chest some of the, the more trying times um, and challenging moments. And and so I think. It's really where it comes from. I, I had a great upbringing, and my life is lovely. I'm a very fortunate person who lives in a wonderful country. I'm very, very fortunate that way. But but the reality is, you know, everybody has a story into themselves. And so I think that actually, as I've grown older, it comes out in my voice. It, it just, it's a, a taking emotion and putting it into a vocal perspective. And um, But it's been interesting to, you know, hear my voice change myself um, and develop. But I really think it comes down to emotion and being comfortable as I get older, comfortable emoting. (laughs) An an artist uh, uh, of your talent and now, you know, continually growing recognition, there is that often that probably discussion that has to have is, are are we going to go to New York? Are we going to go to L.A.? Are are, Are you still committed to being a Canadian artist? I mean, I'll always be a Canadian artist. Absolutely. Um, the, the focus has always been here. And, and of course my, my daughter is going to be 18 this year, which is kind of nutty. I was pregnant at 23. So I started young right. and, um, you know, a lot of my friends are just starting their families now <laughs> so, and I'm looking at being an empty nester, uh, fairly soon. But as she's gotten older, that's allowed me to branch out. Um, I, you know, it's tough to say, but I do uh, I do have my sights set on making my next record uh, in Nashville with Colin Linden, and um, with with the way um, I don't know I, with the way this business is working, I I think I'm forced to have to branch out to other countries. I've been going overseas for a number of years, um, but the U.S. is a wonderful market, and it's just right there. And, and my boyfriend happens to be a full-time artist and he lives uh, about 30 minutes outside of Manhattan. So, (laughs) so I do see, I do see, you know, um, that draw. Um, but I'm an eighth generation Prince Edward County, um, native. So I, I know that I'm deeply rooted in, in, in Canada and, um, it will always be home and I will always, uh, have a place here for sure you're, you're very well connected in the canadian music scene fans of bands like the tragically hip or um uh, the downchild blues band might recognize some of the folks that you've collaborated with well it's I, i'm i'm really fortunate i mean i think one of the nice things about this country is as huge as it is the music scene is quite small and and for us full-timers um who've been doing it for a long time i mean 
our paths cross at different festivals, different concert series, things like that. And we, you know, and so, and Kingston, I mean, is this hub of music. It's one of the reasons why I ended up here in the first place, that and a boyfriend, of course. But It's always <laughs> but the I, boyfriend. It's always the boyfriend. But I mean, it, you know, about 12 years ago, I, I made um, connections with... Um, with a, a few members of the Tragically Hip, and and really the, the music community in Kingston is so supportive that, that mm-hmm. we have people like the Tragically Hip, and then we have people who are busking, you know, on the streets, and and we, you know, everybody seems to collaborate with everybody else, which is a wonderful. Um, it's very inspiring, and, and I think it, it. And I think that's um, you know the, the Tragically Hip connection has helped me with my career for sure in the past ten years, but. Um, mostly artistically, you know, that's mm. the biggest, that's the biggest joy. Rob Baker and I will write forever together because we work so well together and we really love what we produce. So, so Such great original music, uh, but do you also throw in some very clever cover tunes? Is that part of the mix that we're going to be expecting February 25th at Meaford Hall? Absolutely. I absolutely love music. I love music of different genres. I love old music mostly um, and some newer music. Uh, I think there's just so much great art out there and so I love to carefully choose some cover songs for my sets because I think it's just fun to um, take them and rework them and uh, my latest album is a soul blues album, but it has a Radiohead cover on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are looking forward to seeing this concert. It's going to be happening at 7.30 p.m. at Meaford Hall, Saturday, February 25th. Tickets can be available at MeafordHall.ca. Don't miss Miss Emily live in concert. Uh, Miss Emily, uh, great to have a chance to talk to you, and, and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, John. Um, Thanks so much for your time this morning. This has been such a treat. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.